This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone, and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next, because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects, and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. This is the Intelligence Matters Podcast, with former acting director of the CIA, Michael Morell. Sponsored by Raytheon. Not only is the president looking to take away uh, Brennan's security clearance, he's also looking into the clearances of Comey, Clapper, Hayden, Rice, and McCabe. How do these institutions defend themselves against what I think unarguably is a norm-busting president? How do they defend themselves without busting their own norms? That is not what you see in a democracy. That is exactly what you see in authoritarian regimes. I don't think that ex-CIA agents of any stripe who are now talking heads should continue to get classified information. I think it's wrong. I think he's just trolling people. With President Trump's threat this week, encouraged by Senator Rand Paul to revoke the security clearances of a handful of former senior national security officials, It has been a very interesting few days to be a former intelligence officer. There was lots of commentary to absorb and lots of questions to answer from various media outlets. Given all that, my amazing team here at Intelligence Matters suggested that we should do a bonus episode this week with your host, that's me, providing some context on the issue. I thought my team's suggestion was an excellent one, and so we'll be right back with my thoughts on the issue of security clearances for former senior officials after a word from our sponsor. This is a special episode of Intelligence Matters, and I'm Michael Morell. From training warfighters to modernizing platforms to defeating UAVs with lines of code, Raytheon is working across networks, markets, and continents to protect every side of cyber. Raytheon, making the world a safer place. So I retired from CIA in 2013, and the agency has held my security clearances ever since. There's been a lot of misconceptions about this issue that are out there. The president is exploring the mechanisms to remove security clearance because they've politicized and in some cases monetized their public service and security clearances. One of the misconceptions is that somehow the senior officials, former senior national security officials who are allowed to keep clearances, that that's done for the benefit of the individual. It's not at all. It's done for the benefit of the government. 
it's done so that the expertise and knowledge of those officials can be drawn upon by current officials. There's been any number of times when different departments and agencies in the government have asked me to come in to talk to me about a particular issue and get my perspective. For that reason, it's done so that people can serve on government advisory boards and government commissions, again, to draw on their expertise. That's why it's always been done, and I'm pretty sure that's why it's always going to continue to be done. The work you do for the government, right, this this both informal and formal work you do for the government as a former official, you don't get paid. In general, you don't get paid. As I said, I've done it for five years, and I've never received a single dime. And in terms of private companies that might be interested in a former senior official, they're interested in that official not because they have a security clearance. They're interested in that official because of their knowledge and expertise. If you didn't have a security clearance and they wanted to hire you for those reasons, they would sponsor you for one. It might take a few extra months, but you would get hired. They would get you a clearance. So there, there is very, very little monetization of these security clearances going on. Very little. Top officials who served in these posts have lost over the years their security clearance for personal indiscretions, things that they've done that could compromise them. And anyone who can be compromised or blackmailed or threatened obviously can lose and often does lose their security clearance. That's the way the system is supposed to work. In terms of you criticize the president, you lose your security clearance, that kind of retribution has not been seen before. It would be brand new. Former senior officials know better than anybody where the line is between classified and unclassified. They know what they can say. They know what they can't say. And the three individuals that I know best who were on the White House's list, Jim Clapper, former DNI. I certainly understood the downsides of speaking out. And I guess you can call that political uh, I don't feel that way. I don't feel lined with one party or the other. I never have. I've voted both ways. This is about the country. Mike Hayden, former director of NSA and CIA. The president, for his own purposes, seems to be making war on the institutions that the success of the American experiment depend. And John Brennan, former director of the agency. What Mr. Trump did yesterday was to betray the women and men of the FBI, the CIA, NSA, and others, and to betray the American public. And that's why I use the term that this is nothing short of treasonous. I watch them when they speak to the media. I have never seen them come even close to crossing the line of sharing classified information. And in terms of actually leaking it right behind the scenes, telling a reporter something secret behind the scenes, I know that all three of these guys have the deepest of integrity and the deepest of patriotism and take their security requirements very seriously. And I know they would never do anything like that. So I don't worry about that. When I saw Senator Paul raise this question. I think there's a great danger to having talking heads on TV who are ex-CIA agents and still have classified clearance. What popped into my head was that senators and congressmen have security clearances. Senators and congressmen know classified information, and they talk to the media all the time, too. So maybe we should either get them to stop talking to the media or take their clearances away as well. It's a silly argument. I think the president's threat to take away these clearances is having just the opposite effect of what he intended. If he intended to intimidate these individuals, he's actually given them a stronger voice. I got off to a bad start with him, I'll admit. When, uh, after we briefed him at Trump Tower on the intelligence community assessment, of course, he five days later referred to us in a press conference as Nazis. And I felt I had to speak uh, up on behalf of the great men and women of the intelligence community 
and uh, not let that go by. And uh, since then, one consistent thing about President Trump is a great aversion to anything that calls to question the legitimacy of his election. And that started with uh, intelligence community assessment, which I thought was a great example of truth to power. If he wanted to dampen the platform that they were speaking from, he's actually enhanced it. These people are the institutional memory of our intelligence services. They know the history of all of our international relationships. But you know what they say? Those who fail to learn from history are Donald Trump. President Trump lives in the eternal now. He doesn't really consider history. He doesn't seem to consider consequence. It's all the eternal now. And Michael, you and I and the guys we left behind are all about context, which is just the opposite of that. That's it for our special episode. Let us know what you think, as we may do more of these in the future. I'm Michael Morrell. Please join us next Wednesday for another regular episode of Intelligence Matters. This has been the Intelligence Matters podcast with former acting director of the CIA, Michael Morell, sponsored by Raytheon. The podcast is produced by Olivia Gassis, Jamie Benson, and Claire Himes. If you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review wherever you download podcasts. You can follow the show on Twitter at Intel Matters Pod and follow Michael at Michael J. Morell. Intelligence Matters is a production of CBS News Radio. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus.